0: is in Detroit. The Michigan Governor and Secretary of State are assuring us that every vote will be counted. Right now, several hundred thousand votes in this state are outstanding. That is very crucial for Joe Biden because many of them come from right
1: here in the Detroit area and they are believed to be Democratic votes. Something that could flip this state blue. CBS News projects Biden has 224 electoral votes right now to President Trump's 213. Magic number for clinching is 270. A former college football coach is going to Washington. Tommy Tuberville has defeated Democratic Senator Doug Jones. Thank you for your opportunity to represent Sweet home, Alabama. Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, and Joni Ernst have all staved off challenges. Colorado's former Democratic Governor John Hickenlooper has unseated Republican Cory Gardner. Democrat Cory Bush has become the first black woman from Missouri ever elected to Congress. I
0: feel like
1: the doors just swung open for so many black girls and black women. In California, voters have passed Proposition 17, restoring voting rights to felons on parole. Voters have given permission for more people to toke up without fear of punishment. Another five states moving to legalize marijuana and Oregon voters have now legalized therapeutic use of so-called magic mushrooms, along with the possession of small amounts of such street drugs as cocaine and heroin. California voters have decided that Uber and Lyft can deny drivers benefits By classifying them as independent contractors, Florida's become the eighth state to increase its minimum wage to $15 an hour by 2026. Vicki Barker, CBS News. Dow futures up 146. This is CBS
2: News. Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. That's healthy news for everyone. Only Eggland's Best. Charlie's management team is currently a team of one. Yeah, I got, I got a meeting, but uh, you keep up the good work. Can you fix that display for me? Did Steve show up today? It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. As a professional painter, you know your customers want a flat finish, but don't want to pay the price of fighting dirt, grime, and scuffs. Use new Bare Ultra Scuff Defense from The Home Depot for a beautiful flat finish, plus stain and scuff defense. And that price starts at just $29.60 a gallon. And that's before the Pro Extra discount. A flat paint that's too tough to scuff. Bear Ultra Scuff Defense, only at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Available online and in select stores.
1: A hip-hop star didn't have to think twice yesterday. Rapper Kanye West cast his ballot for himself. She don't
3: believe in shooting
1: stars, but she believe in shoes and cars. He
0: tweeted he was voting for the first time in his life for president, and, I quote, it's for someone I truly trust, me. He also posted video of himself voting in Cody, Wisconsin. He wrote himself in on the ballot. West was actually on the ballot in a few states, but not Wyoming, he entered the presidential race in July.
1: Wendy Joliet, CBS News. How do you cope with the uncertainty of the outcome of the election? The answer seems to be food and booze. In a tweet, Google Trends says top all-time near-me searches have been for fries and liquor stores. One check last night had pizza topping the list of five, followed by Chinese food, booze store, sushi, and Mexican fare. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule,
0: changing the world one life at a time.
4: I love this product. I mean, it's fantastic. I'm a survivor, and I'm a microbiologist, and I teach microbiology at college. And one of the problems with post polio syndrome when I research it is fatigue. I have no fatigue because of balance of nature.
5: And you can tell, Dr. Howard, I'm still teaching, and I'm 82. And every-
0: Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code FRUITS.
2: Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rico Kasich was a lead singer of what band? About cars. What was Gary Newton's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Cars. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. Auto Smarts, Friday afternoons at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. 57 Chevy. Cars, cars, cars. Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 1030 a.m. until 10 o'clock p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse over on West Union Street in Athens. In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment and need or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. Join Connor Mills and Joey Medor on The Sports Fan to keep you up-to-date on all your sports needs. Close the mic alongside Joey Mador We got you up until 7 o'clock today. In a, in a 60-game season, you kind of have to be ready to go right away. There's no room to have an early season slump. Oh, they're going to go with Gray and not Bauer in the opener? Bauer had like wow. a 4 ERA last year. Gray did a little bit better. Listen in Monday through Friday at 6.06 p.m. The Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM970 970 and 97.1 FM. WHE HELPS. Well. That's right, Joe
5: Burrow. say that for another time. It is the election, of course. And River Chalker, our news director, is sticking around to spend yet one more hour here in the station after an all-nighter. And I can relate because it was an all-nighter for me, too. so good morning folks and uh yet another major election has passed and uh, we have lots of information to share but i asked river to stick around because he started uh, all of the stuff last night at 7 p.m and kept it going throughout the night Uh, not alone we had other staffers here too uh river uh, what was your impression um, I
3: thought overall it went pretty smoothly. Um, CBS was kind enough to pre- provide us with a f- comprehensive coverage and the schedule all ended up working out pretty well. A little bit of technical difficulties with some ONN reports, but overall I thought it went good. It was my first experience doing live off the top coverage of that kind. So with that being said, I felt pretty confident about it, but um I'd say how it went is really up to the listeners, right?
5: Well, of course. And um you know, there the, there are so many options on a night like this. Um you know, all of the networks are doing something on television. All the networks on radio are doing something. Um, all sorts of internet options for those that are just really fascinated with the topic. As am I, right? You know, it's it's such a deal, and yet. Um, you know there are certain things that we don't know yet how it's going to go we've got um, at this point the challenger joe biden with 224 electoral votes and the incumbent president trump with 213 but you've got this these few states that have to be figured out yet, and, uh, it's just, it's, everything's unknown. So, um, anyway, um, dealing with a national election, a state election, uh, um, a local election, it's, there's all these different areas you have to look at, and, um, I just, uh, from what I could hear, you folks did a good job. Now Thank you. you. Who,
3: who was helping you out? Um, In terms of the actual live coverage, I was the only one actually on air. Well, Machine was uh, across the dial on Power 105, providing some shorter shorter updates yeah drop-ins um but as far as the live coverage it was just me connor was here to help me with some of the production and the technical stuff so i very much appreciated having connor in the studio last night as well but as far as the live coverage it was only yours truly there you go
5: well i will um we, you and I shall go out one evening, and I will buy you a bottle of wine to celebrate. Wonderful. Okay. But I just want you to stick around. I know you're exhausted. Um, you haven't left here since whatever. Um, just just go now and relax and get get caught up on some sleep. And um, I need to do that, too, because I was really hung up uh, watching things all night long. Oh, I was on the
3: the edge of my seat. I mean, even when we stopped the coverage, um, really fascinating stuff, especially how close the race and what it's coming down to. Um, Yeah, like I said, fascinating stuff. So um, I'll be keeping my eye on that throughout the day as well, but I... Hopefully, we'll be able to get a couple, maybe maybe a nice nap today, and or go to bed <laughs> early tonight. But um, or both,
6: or both, yeah. correct. But um, you want a wake up call. I don't know. I just Maybe have he's a deep sleep there sounds like.
3: I just have trouble sleeping during the day. I feel like at a certain time, <laughs> yeah. I'm, my body just tells me like you're awake now. It's time to yep. work and you know, do whatever. So um The old internal clock. Exactly. Um so hopefully I can overcome that today, but um, I think I'm running on fumes right now, but we're still we're still up and after it this morning, and it's a beautiful day outside. So,
6: <laughs>
3: just uh, go play tennis. Never played tennis before, so yeah. I don't think today is the day to start, <laughs> but maybe in the future.
6: So well, you can look forward to being a little slap happy today. Maybe so, not. so, exactly. So, exactly. Um,
5: <laughs> you haven't really been in here for us to just have a chat. <clears throat> uh, the name River Chalker is uh, very distinctive. Um, the How is it your parents came to name you that? Um, I get asked this question a lot. I, yeah, I uh, bet. <laughs> I, my parents gave
3: it to me for my zeroth birthday, um, <laughs> but in all seriousness... Uh my parents were hippies. I mean, I'm sure um, judging by the name, most people can understand that, that part. Um I think it was about a month out or less from me actually being born and they hadn't come up with a name for me yet and they were living in Minnesota along the um start what is it the levee is that what it is where the river starts the the levees of the mississippi river um and i think they i guess we're spending a lot of time around that um largest river in america so i think my dad was the one that actually came up with the name and i feel like it was one of those things where you throw the kitchen sink at the wall and hope something sticks
6: see what it sounds like when it falls exactly i like it I like your appreciate name. it it's pretty cool
3: it is um sometimes can get me in trouble because <laughs> everyone remembers my name and i am not the best with names so um that gets a little interesting sometimes but it's it's good for recognition um when i'm serving at my other job as soon as People that do listen to my news, as soon as they see slash hear my name, that's usually the first question that comes out of their mouth. So, um, are
6: you the guy?
5: Exactly. Are you the guy? So I suppose it's <laughs> it's good
3: um, from a recognition standpoint for sure. Yeah.
5: I I, I want to go back to the <laughs> the point about both your parents were hippies. Um, was that cool? Um, you know, this was in the
3: late '90s, so I think it was still kind of cool. You you could say. I mean, are
5: they are they still hippie-ish?
3: Hippie-ish, yes. But um, you know, I think as they got older, they were they were super young too. Um, when I was born, so I think as they got older, they um still have hippie ish like you said i guess but um uh i think they've mellowed out a little bit on that aspect but they still live i I think of hippies as being fairly mellow well yes but um you know not the whole dreadlocks and all that anymore but um (laughs) at at that time i think it it, it was cool for them but as they got a little older and as i got older as well you have um, brothers and sisters i have two step brothers um okay. two brothers my my dad's kids they're um much younger though it was from a second marriage of his they are i believe i want to say I, this sounds really bad but um 7 and 8 8 and 6 i believe
5: okay well anyway I um, didn't mean to get off topic. I wanted you to stick around and talk about the election, and you did. Listen, good job. Thank and, you. And um, now you know what it's all about, right? Next yes. Next year shouldn't be so bad.
3: I'm, I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. Um, it was It was actually, enjoy- I was a little bit nervous, but as I was moving it through the coverage, I definitely started to have a little bit of fun with it. So. Fair enough.
5: Thank you, man. Go get some rest. Yeah. All right. Thank good. you. Have a enjoy. good one, guys. Good job. All right. Well, good morning, folks. Welcome. It is the party line on uh, 970, WETH 97.1 on FM as well.
6: See ya. See
5: ya. What? Oh, okay. Um, say, sayonara um oh, To yeah. River. Uh, as you heard me said, say rather. Um, at this point. Um, or I should say, as of thirty minutes ago. The um, the electoral count. Joe Biden has two hundred and twenty four. Donald Trump has two hundred and thirteen. Uh, it is um, not. It's not something I can say when I look at the the states that um, could still make a difference here. Um, I don't have the depth of knowledge. But uh, when you look at the West Coast, it's essentially all blue. Blue being Biden. Uh, A state that is up in the air yet is Nevada. Uh, Similarly, uh, we have Wisconsin (laughs) and Michigan up in the air. Um, All three of those... Uh, if they if they come in pretty heavy for um, Mr. Biden, it could make make it come about.
6: They go either way, heavy for one or the other.
5: The Trump um, camp they have uh, three states that are leaning in their direction, but it's not firm yet. And those are all East Coast states. Uh, they would be Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Georgia. You know, for that matter, Alaska as well. I forgot that one. Um, so we're just going to have to sit back and wait and see how this all turns out. Um... You of course have heard about uh, the various different. Uh, some some states are going to approach uh, ballots that arrived via the mail, based upon what postmark date it bears. Some are not. Um. So I'm sure we're going to hear some complaints from probably both sides about that but um, right now 238 to two thirteen mr. Biden over mr. Trump now if you if you want to look at these states in question for example Georgia. Um, it has 16 electoral votes. Uh, 94% of the vote has been counted. Uh, it's leaning toward Trump with 50.5. Mr. Biden, 48.3. So it's tight, right? So... Um, this last percent six percent of these last votes I didn't say that very well you have six percent of the total votes not counted yet and that could uh, that could make a difference Michigan right now favoring mr. Biden to 49.2 for Mr. Trump. Ooh, That's tight.
6: That's real tight.
5: They have 93% of their votes counted. So there's a 7% yet to be done. Now, I'm not going to go into the detail where I say, gee, that 7% is in this municipality. Um, I'm just not going to do that because, first of all, I don't have the geographical knowledge necessarily. And um, also, there's a bit of stereotyping. So uh, they assume that in municipal rankings that it might be more pro-Biden. I'm not sure. Okay, state of Nevada. They only have 67% of their votes counted. Uh, they also have six electoral votes to uh, contribute. So there's these four states in particular. Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, and North Carolina that need to be sorted out and then it'll be a lot clearer. Let's see here. Can I add anything more to that? Well, yes. Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. How did I forget either of those? They're, they're all in that same... Classification. All right, now I have a series of reports. First one's about fears and problems, okay? Fears that election day would be marred by widespread voting problems, hacking, or intimidation at the polls mostly evaporated yesterday. As millions of Americans donned masks against the ongoing um, um, cur- uh, pandemic and voted. While there were reports of malfunctioning machines at some polling sites and reports of robocalls spreading misinformation to confuse voters election officials appeared to have learned from the disarray of the 2016 contest in in primaries earlier this year, and their quick fixes seem to be working. At this point, it just looks like another elections day and even just another Tuesday. That is an official from the Department of Homeland Security's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency uh, speaking with reporters. Despite fears of the threat of intimidation or even violence around polling places, watchdog groups like Common Cause said it had seen no major reports of either. Now in the swing state of Pennsylvania, the nonpartisan Pennsylvania Election Protection Coalition said volunteers were documenting any potential threats toward voters at the polls, but there have been no reports of intimidation. Going on, so far we've seen only We've seen mostly the typical minor problems that we see on every election day, says a Sarah Mullen, Advocacy and Policy Director for the ACLU of Pennsylvania. Uh, Going on, election officials said that the record number of people who voted early because of the pandemic, which was more than 100 million, made it easier to deal with any malfunctions. The Pennsylvanians who headed into the polls Tuesday did so a day after health officials reported a record. 4,427 new cases of COVID nineteen. The a tally then included Sunday's figures as well, according to the latest NBC News analysis. Voters also turned out in the hotly contested Ohio, which set a new daily record for coronavirus infections Monday with 4,229 cases. Well, we could go on and on. This is multi-pages dealing with different states and the problems they were trying to prevent and essentially did. They were able to do so. Okay, now here's another story. This one uh, was released yesterday at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. 5.08 to be exact. But I thought there was some stuff in it that was worth sharing. In Divided America, we find it's an election about the coronavirus and the economy and the division over which should be the priority right now. We asked directly, which is more important, containing the coronavirus or rebuilding the economy? Slightly more voter nationally and in key battlegrounds say the coronavirus should be more of a priority. Most Biden voters say containing the coronavirus is more important, even if it hurts the economy. While most Trump voters say rebuilding the economy should be more important, even if it hurts efforts to contain the virus. From a list of five issues, those being the economy, coronavirus, racial inequity, health care policy, and crime and safety. Trump voters overwhelmingly say the economy is the top issue for them today. In fact, they go on to say there's no other issue that even comes close. Currently, just 5% of Trump backers pick the coronavirus as their top issue. For Biden voters, however, it's racial inequality and the coronavirus pandemic that are on their minds most of all. This is a longer story, but I'm going to try to shorten it up here. Okay, I'm satisfied that we got the important parts there. So, the next many pages I have in front of me are the actual voter results. So, let's take Athens County first. We have registered here 39,342 voters. 25,100 voted. So, put a percentage to it. That's 63, almost 64% participated that could have. That's um, it's a bit shocking to me now. Could it be that students who had registered here had some other option while they're not living here at present to do it elsewhere? I I, I don't know how all that, the mechanics of all of that works, but I'm guessing that is a possibility. So that if everybody that could have voted here did, um, maybe under the circumstances, voted elsewhere, maybe that's why our figure is low. And that figure being 63.8%. Okay. So for president. Here in Athens County, 56.4%, 56.5% voted in favor of Mr. Biden. 41.75% voted for Donald Trump. Incidentally, there were a total of one, two, three, three, I'm sorry, four candidates plus write ins. Okay. Now, for our Congressional representative, U.S. Congress, 6th District. Bill Johnson, the incumbent, being challenged by uh, Shauna Roberts. Bill Johnson remained the choice of the people Receiving seventy-six point six, actually point seven percent of the vote for the representative to Congress from the fifteenth district. Um, we had uh, two. Two candidates, Steve Stivers being the incumbent, and a Republican. And if I see this right, he lost. 58% went to Joel Newby. Steve Stivers received Uh, 42.16%. For a state senator to the 20th district, uh, Republican Tim Schaefer got 52.4% of the vote. Christian Johnson got forty seven point six. State Senator from the thirtieth district, uh, Michael Fletcher, a Democrat, fifty nine point nine. Frank Hoogland Republican, 40.1. 94th State District. The incumbent, let's see here. Is this right? Okay. I had not caught this one, but at least on this chart, as of this point, Katie O'Neill, who was challenging the incumbent, Jay Edwards. Yep. uh, Beat him. No.
6: Jay Edwards won by a big margin.
5: Okay, but that, see, this is in Athens County.
6: Oh, okay.
5: Now, there's another report, which... Well, what, that could be for Athens County. Okay. So, you know, we, what we've failed to do is mention, you know, the, many of these people represent more than one county. Yeah. And what we're reading right now are the, the county results. So, uh, th- that's a perfect example. Jay Edwards did win... Um, overall but um, he was second just in our county and not by a lot okay so maybe I should put this well this it's okay Um, let's do the ones that are purely Athens County um an, an example would be well let's take um the uh, probate court right okay Um, Ken Ryan and Zachary Saunders. Squared off on that. Um, Zachary Saunders, won. This is the juvenile and probate court judgeship for Athens County. Now, there were some uh, levies. City of, in- city of Athens income tax levy, that was approved. Uh, city of Nelsonville tax levy for roads, that was approved. Chansey had a village income tax to help the police department, that was not approved. Gloucester had some sort of thing for marijuana. And it was approved. I don't know the nature of it. Jackson Township, a tax levy, current operating expenses. The voters approved it. Jacksonville Village tax fire levy, levy for fire department that is, Uh, the voters approved that. Okay, I can set these papers over here. I know this is kind of, it has the potential to be a bit boring. But it is the nature of what we must do on a post-election morning. Yeah.
6: Um, real quickly, uh, the results for the J. Edwards, Katie O'Neill race. Uh, Megs, Vinton, Washington counties all went to Edwards by at least 30 percentage points. Athens County went to O'Neill by about 10 percentage mm-hmm. points. So yes, she
5: did win in Athens County. Okay, let's see, what do I have here? This is statewide statistics. Okay, so um, in the state of Ohio, (coughs) I think I understand. Okay, um, there are 8,073,829 registered voters in the state of Ohio. Now, not everybody participated. What about for president? So, 5,761,200 votes were cast. With 53.3% of the vote, it was Donald Trump and Michael Pence. Coming next with 45% of the vote, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Yeah, there were uh, two other vote getters, but small numbers. Uh, Joe Jorgensen and Spike Cohen, who got sixty-five thousand votes. Uh, Howie Hawkins and Angela Walker, who got 18,000 votes. For Congress, I've got every district here. What district uh, should I focus on? Obviously, ours. And we're, what, 15th? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yes, yeah, St- sure. Steve Stivers.
6: Yes, right.
5: Um, Steve Stivers was reelected <laughs> By a lot. He had 63.4% of the vote. Another name, the Democrat, had 36.5. There was a third name on the ballot who got nothing. Okay, that's Congress. What about state senator? Um, boom, 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 boom. can you remember in the state senate, what? What is Ohio?
6: No, I can't. Right off the top of my head.
5: Well, I'm ashamed that I can't either. But I'm very quickly looking through here to see if one name pops out at me. Pulling Johnson left Christian Johnson This is embarrassing. Anyway, I don't have
6: it. Let's see if we can find it here real quick.
5: If I could read this little map. But it's so, the colors, the print color's not good. Oh, well. Oh, here we go. District Uh, what? District 30. Okay, I thought Huglin.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
5: He was, uh, go ahead. So Frank Huglin. Yes. um, Who's the incumbent. uh, Received 66.9% of the vote. He was opposed by Michael Fletcher, who had 33% of the vote. So that's us. Put this one away. State representative. Okay, now there's what, 94? We're we're at the end of that. 78. I think we just went over that
6: with Jay Edwards and Katie O'Neill.
5: Um, you, th- you thought we were 78th? Uh, um, no. It's 90- what am I
6: thinking? State rep?
5: I know it's in the 90s. Um, I am going want to say 94th. Just let me turn the pages here. Okay. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, 94, not 78. I
6: was thinking 78
5: somewhere else. So, um, Jay Edwards um, retains the seat with sixty point six two per cent. Katie O'Neill, thirty
6: nine point three eight. Let's see how I did in the State House race.
5: I didn't know you were up
6: for it. Did, I didn't either. Oh. But it, uh, apparently, in the ninety-first uh, district, there is a gentleman with the same name as mine.
5: Same spelling.
6: Same spelling.
5: Wow. Well, how hard did you work on this campaign? Uh, n-
6: according to the results, not very
5: much. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, uh, Not as well as it should have. Was, uh, do you know who was the incumbent? Uh, Shane Wilkin. Okay. And what part of the state are we talking about? Uh, I think it's in the central
6: Ohio area.
5: Okay. It wasn't. So uh, let's, let's, let's talk about a little bit more about the presidential juncture.
6: Oh, hang on just a second. W- wasn't Elena Scherer running for oh,
5: yes. the state?
6: Yeah. Seat. I, I, do you recall the number I'm... Central Ohio.
5: ...perusing,
6: yep, to see if I can find her. So it would
5: be one of the 90-some... All
6: right, well, we'll, we'll got to find we'll her. Keep, She's an yeah. alum of our station. Yeah, we'll keep looking here.
5: Okay, let's see here. I'll, I'll start, too, because that's, okay. that is a... I'm glad you thought of it. She was a member of our staff for uh, some years. She's a great gal. The family lived on uh, Strathmore, as I recall. And uh, her brother was a uh, high school soccer coach for Athens. Uh, bum, 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 bum.
6: I thought you beat me on this. Well, uh, I just noticed something else was kind of interesting. In the seventy second district, Larry Householder was running opposed.
5: Oh, he got reelected. Yep. Now you recall um well we gotta get this shiver thing figured out yeah. first. Um Is she running for state rep?
6: Um, I don't. I thought she was running for state house. So well, that, well that's, that's yeah, same thing. Yeah, but um,
5: I mean, I'm turning the pages somewhat <laughs> sloppily, um, I'm, so I may have missed it. But um, I've not seen her name yet. Well, it's time for the good
6: old Google search here. See what we can find. Elena Shearer, candidate for U.S. representative. You here? It is percent. District Twelve. Okay, so that's over. She was running against uh, Troy Balderson and John Stewart of the Libertarian Party uh Troy Balderson received 55.3% of the vote and Elena Shearer received 41.8%. So she lost by just a little under 14
5: 13%. Well. Okay. I'm glad we got that figured out. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. What else were we going to say? Oh, um, so now we just have to figure out a couple more states. And, um, and then we'll have a, a more absolute knowledge of who the next president will be. Yes,
6: and like we have said the past few days, why aren't these votes counted? Cut off at whenever the polls close. Get these ballots counted. Get the final tabulation. None of this, oh, maybe three days later will be done. Maybe five. Who knows? You know, the the election laws are what you described the other day. (laughs) <laughs> That's what the election law is.
5: Well, you know, I. I if the postmark is um, on the right day and before the right time. uh and it happens to take 4 days to show up and be processed i i think i'm okay with that
6: yeah then people are going to get into well was the postmarking machine working properly you know and, and drill down keep going keep going are you ready for art turf you, you know, me. I, with... I, I was
5: just thinking.
6: But, <laughs> okay. Um, I thought you were maybe uh, having visions of Art Turf
5: there. But d- you're right. We need that after <laughs> all of this, right? So so let's this not delay stressful. this uh, yeah. anymore. <laughs> uh, folks, um, make of it as you will. I
2: am EPG, it, Tech 2.
4: Four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters. Coach Turf, here we are at midweek once again. We're in between ball games, and nice overripe part of the week because this is when we get to put all them past ball games in the past. We're not worried about what game's coming up yet because it's too early to think about it. And we can just tell all the fans about all the lore and legends of football and the history of NAP Tech. We certainly have enjoyed discussing uh, the history of inept football with you here and uh, some terminology that we didn't really realize started here. Well, lots of it, you know. Just for example, you probably heard uh, some of them boys on defense what they call strong safety. Strong safety on every team, right? That's right. Everybody has one, and that started right here at AppTech, and that goes back to 1954. And uh, we was getting ready to play E I E I O. You know, that was the folks that uh, we was playing this week. And back in 1954, they had another good ball club. They in fact, the E I E I O, they got a fine player here, fine player there, here, fine player there, fine. In fact, they got a fine player everywhere. And that year, they had a special fine play at tight end, a fellow named uh, Bull Norman, and uh, we had our safety man uh, Wimp Williams back then, you know, Wimp going on to be a fine uh, uh, strength coach later on in his career, but uh, Wimp wasn't a real strong boy, and and the coaches was uh, looking at me and saying, you know, Wimp, they ain't never going to get Wimp to guard old Bull Norman there on off, what we need is a stronger safety. So we got somebody else to take his place. We got B.O. Baxter, and he was a little stronger boy to take his place. And, and from there on in, the fellow that, uh, guards are tied in on defense. has always been called a strong safety. Very interesting, Coach. I'll be back with more inept tech football history with Coach Art Turf right after we pause for this message.
5: So I forgot to turn my mic on. By the way, tomorrow... Um, Oh, shucks. Uh, oh, Carolyn Lewis will be joining us live. Hey, these days I'm going to get it right. Coach,
4: it never ceases to amaze me how much football terminology actually originated right here at Inept Tech. That's the we well, reason for one of these here programs is to let all the.
5: interview with the head coach of the fighting oysters of an upset. The coaching legend his on. <laughs> okay. Uh, we, we've completely messed that up. Uh, we'll get it fixed up and do it right tomorrow. But leave it, you know, it's election day. Of course things are going to go wrong. <laughs> or election post day. Oh, dear.
6: Bobcat football tonight.
5: Is that right? Yes. Where do we play?
6: We play at Central Michigan. We're at Central. Turn, yeah, there we are. Kelly Short Stadium, I believe it is. Pre-game at 6 o'clock on Power 105. Kickoff at 7. The Bobcat football nationally televised on ESPN. So turn down the sound of ESPN. Turn up Russ and I believe Chad Bush. And uh, go Bobcats.
5: Boy, I'm ready for that. Have a wonderful day, folks. Yes. Now, that's not firing. We may have seen... uh, This is CBS News
2: on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage.
1: I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The election's come and gone, but we may not know who won for days. The not over until the last ballot is counted. That could take a while. Key battleground states have yet to finalize their vote counts. Philadelphia City Commissioner Lisa Dealey spoke moments ago. We're doing the best we can to get that count done as soon as possible, and, as, and it's going to be accurate. More from CBS News political reporter Kate Injury Burns.
0: Arizona is ruling Biden at this point, but not called. If he is able to win that State that does keep him in the running here. But these races are really close in those Midwestern states, Michigan, Wisconsin, and of course, the West Belt uh,
1: states here in Pennsylvania. President Trump won Battleground Florida, helping him to a projected total of 213 electoral votes so far. Joe Biden has 224. One of them needs 270 to clinch the race. Just in from our political correspondent, Ed O'Keefe, the Biden campaign believes they will ultimately secure the votes they need to win the presidency and that it will become clear in the coming days. Ed says the Biden camp expects Wisconsin to be called in his favor this morning and Michigan around midday. They also reportedly feel confident about Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Nevada. The president's former chief of staff, Ryan's Priebus, says his old boss does have reason for optimism. Everyone was talking about how how, how bad Trump would lose and how he's going to be rejected and how his... Messaging was not what America wanted, and it turned out that he won Florida. Correspondent Nancy Cordes has an update on congressional seats.
0: Going into the night, Democrats thought that they could pick up anywhere from 5 to 18 seats in the House. And most analysts agreed with them that at this hour,
1: it actually looks like they're poised to lose about six seats. Colorado's former Democratic Governor John Hickenlooper is on his way to the Senate. Regardless of which party ends up controlling the Senate I want you to know that I will work with anyone and everyone to help Coloradans. He's defeated Republican Cory Gardner. Other party faithful, including Leader Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham, have won their races. Voters in Delaware have elected the nation's first transgender state senator. Hi, I'm Sarah McBride. I'm in Today, the Supreme Court will hear an argument over whether foster care agencies can turn down LGBTQ couples. All eyes will be on the newest justice, Amy Coney Barrett. Her addition gives the high court a 6-3 conservative majority. The Dow is up 261 points in early trading, S&P ahead 47. This is CBS News.
2: Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Want to see your loan options? Adjust payments and closing costs online in real time? Rocket can. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. This is CNET, and here are the stories that matter right now.
0: Facebook is launching a new streaming game service, but you can't play on an iPhone. So, why won't Facebook play with Apple? Facebook is speaking out against Apple's App Store policies, which require every program to be reviewed before being made available, and Apple processes and takes a cut of in-app payments. Uber is being sued for allegedly discriminating against non-white drivers. The proposed class action suit takes issue with the star rating system. The complaint says non-white drivers are often kicked off the platform even when passenger comments appear to be racist. Stay up to date with the latest by visiting
2: CNET. We have a special announcement from Dell Technologies. Black Friday is officially here. You can save up to 50% off on powerful computers with Intel Core processors that will take your small business to the next level. Call 877 astel or visit dell.com slash blackfriday. Planning to hit the slope soon? The ski
0: season will look a lot different this year thanks to the coronavirus. At Killington Resort in southern Vermont, operations will be reduced and fewer staff will be hired. President Mike Solomano. So we took our lines from the summer and uh, we were able to implement them for the winter. Lifts and lodges will be reduced to 50% capacity. Skiers will also have to leave contact information for potential future tracing. And right now, a 14-day quarantine applies to most people traveling to
1: Vermont. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. It's the gift-giving guide you've been waiting for. Or not. Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop Holiday Guide includes a $40 Waves iridescent puzzle billed as something to fight media addiction. $200 will buy you a maple luxury edition of Scrabble. Paltrow's newest candle scent, this smells like my prenup. Price tag, $75. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Balance of Nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the
0: world one life at a time. I just feel great. It gives me energy. It is just the right amount. I just feel so good. I love to Balance of Nature. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code FRUITS. Ready to create your own income?
6: W-A-T-H, make it happen, uh, getting ready to start here in just a few moments and uh, waiting for uh, Kim. We had a connection here just a minute ago, but uh, somehow lost connection. So uh, hopefully Kim will give me a call right back here in just a moment. But uh, what I will tell you, as if we didn't have enough bright sunshine already, uh, they're going to add lots more to it here with those ladies here in just a moment. So hopefully uh, we'll get a call back, or I'll try to call them here in uh, just a moment. So hang tight, and we shall return here in just a moment. In today's world, the last thing you need
2: is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics. Cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer? Call Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair at 740-590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue new Athens
0: Local folks have been coming to White's Mill for generations, and chances are it's where your great-grandparents had their corn ground into meal or feed. Today, White's Mill has been renovated into the most unique retail space around. You'll find everything from local-thrown pottery, Native American jewelry and leather goods, to growing supplies, pet supplies, and all your bird-feeding needs. White's Mill, because great service never gets old. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and, better yet, 1.5 miles after the Richland Avenue roundabout
2: on 682. Weenie Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10:30 a.m. until 10 o'clock p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse over on West Union Street in Athens.
6: All right, here we go again. Take two as we link in with Kim and Ruth and uh, their guest today. Dr. Dick Gaskell. We're so happy to have him aboard. Such a great guy and a friend to so many here in the Athens and Southeastern Ohio region and all over the world. How about that? And as I mentioned before, when we got disconnected, as if there weren't enough bright, beautiful, brilliant sunshine already splashing down in Athens and Southeastern Ohio, we're going to add even more beautiful sunshine to it with the voices of Kim and Ruth and their guest today, Dr. Dick Gaskell and Make It Happen on 970-WATH. Ladies, are you there? We are here. Yay, we made it. (laughs) (laughs) We
4: did, we did. Every once in a while, we have to keep the uh, have a little technical difficulty just to keep it interesting,
6: you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> keep right. on our toes. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. That we, nothing that we can't handle, right? We'll we'll Absolutely. get it. Absolutely. That's what Absolutely. I'm going Absolutely. There's a, there's there's always a solution to a problem. You just gotta find it.
4: Right, right. So you can't get rid of us. Don't try again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, as always, Scott, thank you for that introduction. And also, as always, we are both very excited to be here today, to be on the airway from WATH and our community, and to be able to host our dear friend, Dr. Gaskell, who's yes. the Health Commissioner for the Athens City County Health Department. And there is so much information out there about the flu and the covid virus and all the nuances that go with each of those
0: that really